Tony with Fuller Brown. Thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode here with us. I am so excited because I'm back to the recording booth or my room. It's my house. I'm glad to be back in my my house recording. I'm excited. I have so much to share with everybody. But right now I have a special friend. And let me just, you know, spoil her a little bit. We've never met. She's been a listener of the podcast for a while. And there's been a lot of times when she's been uplifting me, giving me her comments and, you know, and she just, she just doesn't even know that, you know, she's been there for me and, and through some really hard episodes that have come out. But anyway, I wanted to introduce you guys to my new friend, Andrea Lopez. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. And, uh, although this was probably a little different of yeah. how we wanted to start it off, but um, it's still a blessing that we're here and yeah. we're making it through. So yeah, 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 no, for sure. And to kind of emphasize on what she's saying, guys, she was going to be here in person and, you know, the holidays happen and then the weather happens, you know, life happens. So we couldn't do it in person, but the fact that she wanted to be here in person and, and you know, go the extra mile, cause she doesn't live in Oklahoma city. Where do you live? Um, I live in green forest, Arkansas, Arkansas. So imagine guys, she wanted to come all the way down here, you know, her and her boo, David, which, by the way, shout out to David. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for a while. Um, I haven't talked to him in a long time. That's not the point. The point is, you know, <laughs> Andrea, thank you so much. And um, yeah, truly, you have been uplifting me for a while. Um, there's been some times, you know, that I've been kind of like debating what to do or not to do. And then you give me a message like, okay, this episode was specific on this and I love it. Da, da, da. So thank you. Thank you for giving me your, your, your honest opinions. It's really helped. Yeah, of course. I just think that, um, you know, everything you've talked about is just really some of it hits home and some of it I can be like, oh my gosh, like be in your shoes, be in somebody else's shoes and see yeah. the other point of view, you know? Uh, but I'm so happy to hear that. I did not know that's what it meant to you, but I'm yeah. very happy. No, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you for yeah. saying that. I didn't. I don't want to tell you before we started recording because I was going to tell you on the air, and I was like, I'm gonna tell her on the air. I'm not gonna tell her on the side. <laughs> like, I don't know. You can't see it, but I'm a little red here. <laughs> Me too. But I think it's because I have the heater on really high. It's really cold in here in Oklahoma City, so it's um, I have the heater on super high. Is it cold over there right now? Yes. Well, today was beautiful, but it's supposed to snow tomorrow, and in the next couple of days. You guys are gonna get snow too. Yeah. How yeah. many inches do you know? It, they're saying eight inches, but I'm not eight sure. inches. Mm-hmm. Oh my well, god! Well, you know, Arcus is very crazy. Like the week of right before Christmas, um, it was extremely cold. Like you would go outside and like you would breathe in, and your lungs would just hurt so oh. bad. Um, but then, like after that, New Year's came in. It was beautiful, like up in the sixties. I was like, "What is happening here? What? This is where we get so thick." I think Arkansas is an like, ugly cousin of Oklahoma because Oklahoma is just like that. There's days where it's like eighty, and then the next day is like twenty-five. And you're like, "Oh my god, what the heck?" I actually like it because I love winter, 
but yeah i'm getting older everything hurts now <laughs> so, yeah no for sure it's one of those things that i'm like oh i can't people are gonna be like she has covid oh i know like especially you know i'm i'm back at the office working you know so people like, like <clears throat> everybody just stares at you it's yes like, yes and i'm like it's just so uncomfortable after the whole situation of covid you know oh so. yeah there's just so much to look out for like even if i feel like a little feverish i panic and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god because did you well i don't know if you want to talk about it but did you catch it did you get covid yes yes i did actually i did it i was like one of, i want to say i was one of the last but i guess there's still people that are catching covid yeah, um, probably. David and I got it last year. On uh, actually, we caught it on January first of twenty twenty two. That's when oh. we started our year. <laughs> oh my god! You you both did? Yeah, we both got it. Um, he, uh, I started first, and then it was him. We went to go meet his little niece at that time. She was just born, uh, oh. and everybody in that house had COVID, and. We didn't know at that moment until like two days later. Yeah. We started with body aching. Um, it wasn't so bad. Like we didn't lose our taste or, you know, we couldn't smell things. But really? it was something like, a no, it, none of that. We It was just more like a bad cold for us. Oh, you got lucky. I, got, I don't know how, honestly, to this day, I don't know how I caught it because I was working from home at that time. I don't know how I caught it, but I, I I got pretty bad. I think I was like locked in my house for like a good thirty days. Wow. Yeah, like it was bad. Um, but I mean, I guess it's part of life, you know. But that it scared me because I I did lose my sense of taste. I did lose my sense of smell, and like even now and then, I still get like side effects of it, and I can't still smell sometimes, or I can't taste, or things taste funny. But yeah, I, I got it. I got it pretty bad. Oh my gosh! No, ours was just a small cold. The first night we had, we just had like sh- the shivers and a little bit of fever, and then after that we were good. And we were like, "I ah, we still feel sick." Calling it to work. <laughs> I would too. You <laughs> know, like we can pay for it, so it's okay. Well, now the you know the guidelines to lock yourself in is like way shorter now, isn't it? It's like only like three days. Yeah, once you start feeling better or something like that. Um, um, but a lot of people have been still catching it. I've heard a lot of cases recently, too. So oh, I don't know what that's about. Um, but anyway, Andrea, tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you just a little bit before I start asking all the good questions. <laughs> yes, uh, we started already like five minutes ago, but let me just... We started like 25 <laughs> minutes ago. It feels like five, but it was like 30 minutes. I know. So as you can tell, I'm a talker. <laughs> But, um, well, I'm 23 and I'm a, an employee here in Arkansas and I love anything that has to do with sports, uh, any outdoors, hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my partner, David. So, uh, and getting to know more about Jesus because I recently just started going to church. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, like I mentioned, sorry, like I mentioned before, like I don't, I haven't really uh i never grew up in church so knowing things about the bible now is a lot of it catches a lot of my interest yeah yeah i mean a lot of it's really good like there's a lot of good encouragement you know yeah Yeah. for sure yeah so um a minute ago off the air you were telling me that you used to uh do country no um cross country yes okay i had a guest on here I mean, everybody, I'm pretty sure already heard of the episode. He was talking about how sometimes he would get cramps and like he just had no choice but to pee on himself because the, the, 
the tracks were like a mile or two miles long or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. What was the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you while you were running track? Uh, to me, I want to think, let me see. Not necessarily to me, but I, my best friend at that, well, she's still my best friend. Um, and she was running and we're coming down this like steep hill. And so everybody told us like, whenever that hill comes down, when you're running down the hill, slow down, like just slow down, let the hill drive you down. Well, I don't know what she decided. I don't know what she was thinking. And she was running really hard and she like missed a step <gasps> and she just fails on her face literally mid. Oh um, my God. Mid cross country. And everybody took pictures of it. And kid you not till this day, we still have it. It is so freaking funny. Her face is just landing inside. But to me, necessarily, nothing really happened. Like, um, you were well, a pro. I, don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> Not necessarily. That's what oh it my is. god, my <laughs> my senior year, I was so chunky. Like I gave up of running. Like <laughs> at that point, I was so I was just doing it to get like you. Know, I don't know if they do this in Oklahoma, but they do like senior night and they give you a present. Uh, like prom? No, it's more like they. Um, it's the like the last meeting event or whatever of that sport, and then they'll introduce you with your parents, and your parents walk you, and then they're like, "And this is Andrea Lopez grad graduating 2018 after high school. She'll be going to wherever uh, college, and then yeah. they give you this little present." And so I just wanted the attention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, so I that's mean, why I did it. Was it a small school? I'm assuming like a small class. Uh, yeah. I mean, I graduated with a uh, hundred and eight oh yeah yeah that's yeah, cool so we we're pretty small yeah because here that would take forever because we well um, some high schools have like three thousand seniors two thousand seniors wow yeah well my graduation class only had like i think it was like 90 something or like 105 maybe so our ceremony was different just like yours but um yeah normally here you wouldn't be able to do that so oh, they cool. do that here yeah, they do it for every sport. And so um, I did every sport I could, even like the white people's sport I did. Like I did softball. I was the only Hispanic doing uh, softball. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I love doing, like I said, I was very active when I was in high school. Now <laughs> I have to drag myself to go to the gym. Well, maybe they do have those things here in high school. And I just, I don't, I didn't hear about them because I wasn't in sports. So maybe that's it for all I know. <laughs> Did you do band? I didn't do band. Uh, well, no, no, not in high school. In high school, I was more like into the journalism and like the newspaper and like student council, stuff like that. I was a nerd. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing to say that on air. No, I was a nerd. I was like hanging out with the book kids and like, yeah, I wasn't popular at all. Oh, I hate reading. I hate reading. Talking about that, like... Oh, I could never like I would have I would be the type of girl that would be friends with everybody, like with the nerds, the weirdos, all of those people. Like I would Aww. talk to anybody. We would have been um, good in high like, school. <laughs> we would have been friends. And then even those people that don't really like to talk, I always love making making feel making people feel uncomfortable. I loved it. And so every person that you would think that were like, Oh, what a weirdo. Like I would go and just talk to them and yeah. talk their ear off. Just because they would get so annoyed, but I loved it or make them feel very uncomfortable. Like, why are you talking to me? Like, you do all these sports and you talk to everybody. Why are you the one choosing to talk to me? You know, that's cool. I loved it. Believe yeah. it or not, that's how I am now. Now that I'm older, I, I do do that. Like, if I go to a public place, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I see like just random people, you know, just kind of sit there, you know, I, I actually approach people now. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because of my age. I don't know what the hell happened to me, but I do approach people and I try to make them feel comfortable if I see them uncomfortable, which is off because I'm actually an introvert. Like I, I don't like to speak to people, but I can sense people. So I'd be like, oh, my God, he f- I feel that he feels uncomfortable. Let me go make him comfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love doing that. but And I get judged for it, too, Mark. He judges me. <laughs> <laughs> he judges me because I, I, I tend to say hi to everybody. I'm like, oh, hi. You know, da, 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 have you been? Da, da, da. And a lot of people of our generations don't do that. So that's cool that you do. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why. It just it, like something inside of me tells me, like, you got to go talk to this person or like, I see that person feeling so like, or not down, but like just quiet or looking around. And, you know, I'll go up there like minding my own business, but I'll say hi. And, you know, how are you? Like, I might not even know that person, you know, but uh, David is completely different. David's just like you. He will just uh, stay quiet. If you say hi, he'll say hi. And that's about it. The conversation's got to go. But me on the other hand, like if we ever go to a party and we're together, like I'm saying hi to every person. And David's like, dude you're not the host of this of this party like go, let's go sit down <laughs> no we appreciate people like you like me that i'm like an awkward turtle kind of guy like I, I would have loved somebody approach me you know when i was younger in high school and stuff i would have wished to what well, some people did but you know it, with your good energy that would have you know provoked mm-hmm. me to become more social so that's awesome yeah and i i really and i'm very like I don't always think of what I say. I always just say whatever I need to say off yeah. the heart. And sometimes I feel so bad because, you know, you had all these nerds, I guess you can call them, or weird people. Uh, and they would just, like, look at me every time I would say, like, let's go play. Like, I've always been like that so little. So um, they would just look at me like I was being weird. I'm like, ah, pues chingate si no quieres. I already tried to talk to you. <laughs> okay. I love it. You know, I love like, it. You know, I was like, I did my effort already to talk to you, and you didn't want to do it. <laughs> okay, that's exactly how I am, too. <laughs> like, people were like, oh, I'll move. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, yeah, whatever. Like, I was just trying to be nice, whatever. I know. <laughs> oh, appreciate me, heifer, you know? Yes. So, yes. do you have any siblings? Uh, <laughs> like, full-blood siblings? No, I'm the only child. But I have... From my mom's side, I have one older sibling, and then, of course, I'm the baby from my mom's side, and then from my dad's side, I'm the oldest, and then my parents separated, mm-hmm. and uh, I was, at that time, I was my dad's only child, but then he went and, I guess, got remarried and had two other kids, so I have three siblings that oh. are, like, uh, what do you call us? I, I just say siblings, but what are they? Like, really? step, like step siblings? Yeah. Have siblings. Half, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Well, uh, uh, just to give you like a background of how that works is my mom had her first husband. He passed away, met my uh, dad, but at that time she had already had my older brother. Mm. And we're six years apart. And then um, my parents met, they were together for like 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this wonderful thing happened. <laughs> and uh, after that, they, they split up. We came over here. and My dad stayed in, in Guatemala because that's where I'm originally from. And uh, he started his own family. And 
He never told me he had kids with his new wife ever because I was always oh, a very jealous person. Yeah, I've always been super jealous with my parents, and um, I thought he kind of sensed that if I if if I knew he had um, kids, I would probably stop talking to him. Yeah, yeah. And which I did when I found out. <laughs> really? I did. Yes, I didn't talk to my dad for about like a year and a half, and I was just so hurt, like. I'm just such a spoiled brat, I guess. And I was maybe like 10. And to think that I was the only princess and somebody else came in and blah, blah, blah you know, your typical little brat stage of. Yeah. Kid. But I mean, I think also, you know, you have to take into consideration how you would have felt, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's maybe to him, it's like a small lie, you know, or just something that he yeah. hid. It's not a lie, but you know, Sometimes it's just, you know, if he had a new chapter, you know, it's, it's hard to address it, you know, like just trying to, yeah. you know, leave the past behind. Yeah. And during the time I was born uh, or during the time I was with both of my parents, uh, I was the only child because my brother from my mom's side always lived with my grandmother. And so, um, you know, back in the day, that's what a lot of people used to do. Like they would give you to the grandparents and yeah, yeah, the yeah. mom had to go and work. Well, that was my mom's situation. Like she had Will, uh, William, that's his name, uh, my brother, and then left him with my grandma. She had to go back to the capital of Guatemala and work because where they lived, it, there wasn't very many jobs, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's when she met my dad. And when my mom decided to bring William along, he just didn't want to anymore because he got used to being with my grandparents. So. Yeah. So you were born and raised over there for most of your childhood? Yes, yeah, so I came to the United States when I was seven. Mm. What do you remember about so, Guatemala? Oh, I remember a lot of things. A lot of things to the point that I don't ever want to go back, <laughs> believe it or not. Oh, really? Okay. Like what? Yeah. Um, like the only thing I would go back to would be my dad because, of course, he's over there still. But um, it's just the different lifestyle. I got so Americanized, I guess you could say. Like, um, you know, where my mom is from originally is from... La Costa, which is the south of Guatemala, which is a lot, a lot of just hot out there. It's just very hot out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, mosquitoes everywhere. You have to use these, like, what do you call those? We call them pabellones, but they're like, um, to so the mosquitoes don't get inside the bed. Um, what do you call Like those? a curtain? I cannot, yeah, it's kind of like a curtain, but it's like bien finito. Bien, bien, I like, know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. They, that's gonna bug me if I don't know. Yeah, me but too. You, I want to research get, you it. Get the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> People will understand. They, I hope uh, so. <laughs> so if now no, we're not yeah, gonna make so sense. It's one of those things that you just hang on the uh, around your bed, and you it helps for any mosquitoes not to come in, into the bed area. You know, mm -hmm. there's just a lot of mosquitoes. Um, and then from where my dad is, it's just like I don't know. Have you ever been out here to Arkansas? I have been there. A, a good four or five times, but not enough to where I've been there for more than two days. Oh, okay. I, I think the most I've spent, like, it was like two, three days. And I was always indoors, so I didn't get to... It's beautiful, by the way. Like, the, the, the drive from here to there, we go through a bunch of mountains. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, it's breathtaking to me. Like, if you're like, it's just Arkansas. But to me, it looks so beautiful and peaceful. Like, I, the last time I went there was with my dad. Um you know, we had to do some stuff, but the drive there, I was really like, oh, it was really nice. Yes, yes. Um, it's pretty flat out there, right? Where mm -hmm. you're at. Here's all about mountains and stuff. So that's why I really enjoy it. It's the 
I mean, like they say, it's the natural state, but yeah. it's really pretty. But anyways, um, yeah, I just, I wouldn't want to go back over there. I just feel like there's just a bunch of crime. There's really nothing for me to go back to either, except for my dad. Like my grandparents recently just passed away. And so like a lot of people would go back to their country because there's famine. And for me, I grew up here most of my life. Most of my family is here. And the family that I have left over there, mm. I don't really speak to. So it's like kind of awkward to mm. go back there and be like, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if I can ask you, how old were you when you got here? I was seven. Seven. Yeah, oh, I was just okay. turning. I was about to just turn eight. Oh, so we kind of have similar backgrounds then. Because I got here when I was, well, I was like six, six. Yeah, I was six. I was seven and then turning eight. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a couple years difference. Uh, I hate it when people, well, I don't know, you seem like you're very, um, not, what's the word? Like, you're very into people's rights, like, you know, like fighting for people's mm -hmm. rights. I don't know if that's true yes. or not, but that's kind of what I'm catching mm -hmm. on. Um, <laughs> how, how do you handle people telling you when they say, go back to your country? Oh. Have I somebody ever said that to you? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I honestly, inside of me, because... I really didn't have the knowledge because if it would have been up to me, Andrea, whenever she was seven, she would have stayed with daddy because mm -hmm. I was daddy, uh, like a little daddy's little girl. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would have stayed over there. Like I didn't force myself coming over here. And I remember just crying, like just crying every single day because I missed m my life over there. You yeah, know, I yeah. had a pretty decent life and coming over here to just, be living with other family members and not having my own place, my own space. It was, it was really hard. And so yeah. when people tell me like, go back to your country, it's like, I'm more American than what you could ever be. Like when, when Ooh. an actual citizen tells me like, mm. you know, go back to your country. Well, you're not even making this country any better. I am. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> You know, because I don't do bad things. Like, I don't consider myself like I do terrible things. You know, I educated myself and things that actual American people don't do. Like, they don't educate themselves. They just have their mouth to talk. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you you got to educate yourself for you to tell me anything. Now, go back to my country. Like, I literally had no choice. Yeah. But you have the choice of living here and you choose not to do the right things. I think it's to me, it's 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 a different kind of privilege because, you know, people talk about like white privilege. But to me, this other side, it's more like I hate like people haven't said that to my face. I've heard them say it to other people because I get a lot of people telling me that I don't look Mexican, that I look like uh, maybe like Hawaiian or something, Samoan or something. So there's been a lot of times where people talk about my people, but. Them thinking I don't speak Spanish or mm. English, English, sorry. So they never said it to my face, but I have heard other people say it. And I'm like, oh, my blood boils. There was one time I went to a restaurant with my mom and this old lady next to me. She must have been like maybe 80. She was just giving us the eye up and down. And my mom saw me and she was like, you need to behave because she saw that I was getting pissed. And this is it was in a bougie restaurant, but people were just you know they were nice you know they were maybe like a uh like a not a jacket but like a a blazer you know da -da. Mm -hmm. i just wanted like this you know the way i'm dressed right now and she was just looking at me and i was like do you have a problem with me 
She's like, oh, I'm sorry, hun. What did you say something to me? Like, yeah, is there a problem? Because you keep giving me the nasty eye and you keep... And then whenever... She, she, I mean, she really just kind of ignored my question. But whenever we were leaving, she mumbled something. I was like, oh, I want to hear what she said. But because I'm a drummer, I have bad ears. So I didn't get to hear it. But I was like, what did you say? My mom was like, let's just go. Let's just go. You know, just ignore the lady. Ignore the lady. And I was like, no. Like, I've been wanting to stand up to somebody for a long time. Because it gets... It gets... I get aggravated when people tell you how to live your life when they don't know what it took for us to get here you know yes people that don't understand that it was a sacrifice to get here it's a sacrifice Mm -hmm. to stay here and it's Mm -hmm. a sacrifice to maintain you know like me i'm mexican so my mexican heritage while making myself also an american you know heritage here too like i have to be you know learning still about you know my mexican culture while still evolving here and I, uh, I get so angry when I hear people and which is why I stay away from TikTok sometimes, you know, because they show videos of people arguing or whatever. But I was like, people just don't understand. You know, they don't understand. Like you said, your grandmother passed or your grandparents passed. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened to my family on both my mom and dad's side. That was mm-hmm. the hardest thing I had ever had to go through. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. And this recently just happened. Like, uh, my grandma from my mom's side passed away in 2012. That was the first thing I ever experienced, like grieving and, you know, what it really felt, but never really synced in. Because um, the last memory, here's the thing I always tell people when people tell me, like, go back to your country and things, like, it's just flashes. Like, I remember when my mom's mom, which is my grandma, mm-hmm. uh, left us at the bus station. One last time, she gave me a huge, tight hug, and I will always cherish this memory. Um, she gave me such a huge, tight hug and just said, please take care of your mom. I love you, and call me when you guys are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the last time I've ever received a hug from my grandma because, you know, who would have thought? I've never went back to my country. And yeah. so um, that was the last time I saw her. Now, my dad's mom uh, passed away in 2017, and... Um, you know, didn't have the opportunity to even say my goodbyes. So that was also really, really hard for me. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I was still in high school. And uh, I remember I still went to school that day after, you know, finding out my grandma just passed away a couple hours ago. And I just couldn't be there. Like, I, I was that type of kid that I would hate to miss school. And I would push through my pain. And maybe I could go make somebody else's day that day. You know, I was always thinking, mm-hmm. like, maybe if I, I'm feeling down right now, but what's going to make me feel better right now is, you know, going out and making jokes or going out and laughing with my friends. And it just that day, it was not happening. It was just I felt I cried and I cried and I cried. all. Like, I would go to the bathroom and I would cry. Yeah. And then my friends would be like, are you OK, Andrea? And I'm like, no, I'm not OK. My grandma just passed away. And I would just like brand out crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were all encouraging me at that time. And so I think even if I'm an um I'm an out of her. So I, I like to just talk and, and hang out with random people. Um, but that day I felt like I really needed somebody to come and, and come for me. And so both of my grandparents just passed away last year. Um, uh, yeah. One passed away in April and then the other one in May. So it was like back to back. Oh my and goodness. And yes, that week I just, or that whole, those two whole months were just like, I cannot believe it because I was in touch with both of them 
uh, more closely than I would because I'm getting the more the older I get, the more I want to get in touch with my like backgrounds, you know. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that I don't have that anymore, it was so painful to me last year. And I, I just had to really sit down and go through it. I didn't really feel into depression, but I was very close to just giving up and just thinking like, wow, like yeah. what's the point of me ever going back? It gives me that bittersweet of like, why go back to where I came from? You right, know? Like, yeah. There's nothing back there for me. So when people ever tell me like, they ever say, go back to your country, there's really nothing. And it's more painful when people tell me that now because they really, all I'm going to go see is just graves of yeah. my grandparents. I mean, people don't get to see the other side of, like I said earlier, of uh, the sacrifices our parents had to make. Like my mom and my dad brought us here, you know, when we were younger. And that's the last time my mom ever saw her her mom. Now, mm-hmm. she just passed away last year, too. Wow. And mind you, when my mom came here to this country, when she brought us all over, she was 20, honestly, maybe like 24, you know? Wow. So I'm putting myself in her shoes. Like, if I had not seen my mom since I was 24 until now that you're in her 40s, 50s, whatever, like, that would crush me. And not only yes. that, to think you can't go say bye, like, is you know... And my yeah, my grandmother was older, and she was you know getting to that age. She died of natural causes, you know, and that's that's fine. And she died in her sleep, which I think that was the best thing that could have happened to wow, my mom. Yes, you know, she would think you know, okay, okay, okay. But still, to see my mom, and I don't know if you got to see this, which I'm sure you did, see them grieve differently because you can't grieve with your family over there. You have to kind of grieve here. Yes, yes. My mom yes. kind of she went through waves. Like, the day that it happened, she looked fine. And I was like, okay, are you okay? She was like, she cried for a little bit. And she's like, okay, yeah, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, okay, she's handling better than I thought. But then the next day, like, I think it all hit her really hard. And one of the things you, as a child or as a son or daughter, you hate to see your mom cry. So I was like, oh, my God, like, it just killed me to see her and... Not being able to grieve the way she was meant to grieve, you know. And mm-hmm. again, I'm pretty sure people hearing this episode are going to be you know, the mm, judgmental people, I would say. You know, well, if you would have done things right or da da, da 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 And it's just we don't have that luxury. People think, oh, why don't you just go get, you know, your papers or whatever. It's not that simple. No, no, it isn't. It really is really, really hard. I'm actually going through the process of trying to figure out how my dad can come over here and see me with the visa. Yeah. Um, Cause it would be the most, like I said, I really don't have any, uh, how could I say this? I don't have any motivation to be over there. Um, if I'm going to go see is just grieves. And it's, it's really hard. Like I said, it's one of those things. And like you said, it's hard to grieve over here when um, your family is over there grieving harder, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're feeling it. And it's like, I don't I don't know what's what's more hard being there or not being there. You know? Uh, I know. Uh, like what what's more harder? So uh, my whole family from my mom's side, like I said, everybody's pretty much here. Uh, we all paid uh, this lady that does uh, videos like Facebook live videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, we paid her to go do a Facebook live during the um, what is it called? What do they call it over here? I forget the funeral service, the funeral, the funeral yeah. service. service. Um, and so we pay that, but from my dad's side, most of them are over there. And so I just had to ask one of my cousins, Hey, like, can you just please, uh, shoot me a video? And 
I have not seen this place from my dad's side in years, like so many years. Like Ooh. I think two years before even I left Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And seeing all those brought so much memory into my into my life. It was like, oh my gosh, like it feels like a, a deja vu. Like, man, I remember when who would have thought that would have been the last time or like dang who that's all I can think of. Like that was the last time I was there. That mm-hmm. was the last time I did this and that. And it just like goes back to um you know, you don't value those things when it's happening until later yeah. down in the line. And uh that's why I always live my moment, like appreciating things now. Like I really do appreciate a lot of things ever since I kind of discovered that like later on in life, you're going to go through and you're going to see, Oh, certain things. And you're going to be like, yeah. wow, like I didn't think this was gonna, this was going to hit me that hard. Right. You know, it, you know, whenever with my mom again, going back to her, whenever the funeral service was happening, people, all, by the way, also funerals in Mexico and I don't know what the matter, but they're really different. So, yes. like, uh, my grandmother passed, you know, and I'm saying disrespectfully to my mom's, you know, honor, honoring her. She died, like, at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. She was already in the funeral home by 5. Yes. So, people don't think about that. Because over there, it's not, the, they don't process the bodies like how they do here. They don't give you time to, you know, to mourn. They don't give you time. It just happens so quickly. So, even if we could go see, you know, by the time we get there... It, everything's over yeah but they did the same thing they uh somebody was there i think the video there wasn't enough signal for the video but they started sending us pictures and that was really hard to see because i haven't been there since i was i don't know five yeah but i i resonate with that with you because i could see it and i could smell it for some reason and i could like hear certain things and 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 kind of go back to those moments when you were a child good or bad you know and those memories would come and they'll be here forever but it's not the same thing as to say you know and then you're because you said you know to go back it'll be not pointless but it'll be a little you know random i guess yeah yeah but for our parents it's a different story you know yeah for my mom it would be a different story she would go back it's her home like imagine you being taken away from your home from your family so I don't know. I would ask you that question because I I don't know how I would respond when people would tell me you know go back to your country or because your English is really good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't like this not too long ago. <laughs> I just started practicing my English not too long ago. Really? Uh, I yes. I worked at a call center and um, I have that very like strong accent, Hispana accent, like. Uh, Are yeah. you washing your mouth when you're talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that bad. But um, <laughs> it was one of those things that uh, I couldn't. Um, when I started working at the call center, like yeah. I, there was no Hispanics around me. It was just straight up white people that I absolutely love and adore now. Like they're the best. They were the yeah. like I couldn't even say February, the month February. I still like, can't. Just like. Really? I cannot oh, say they, me. <laughs> they made me, they made fun of me for the, to, I mean, I work with, you know, American people all the time. Every time I say, f- f- I'm not even going to try to say it. February, <laughs> February, I can't say it. No, I like, it, they took, it, they were very patient with me. Like, they were like, Andrea, you got to get your shit together right now. Like, yeah. you got to say like this, like this. And so I would practice it. Believe it or not, I would practice it with them. Like, every single day I walked into the office, I was like, February and then because I used to just say the second month of the year 
the second month of the year. <laughs> that, okay, I wish I would have been that smart to say that. No, I would just like February, February, because I would. Add, it has an R on it, doesn't it? February. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's English is yeah. so weird to me. Or the other word I had uh, trouble was decisions. The uh-huh. decisions. I I couldn't say that for the longest. Really? Yeah, and people yeah. make fun of me because like your accent is coming out, and I'm like, I don't hear an accent. I don't know if people mm-hmm. that are listening to the podcast think I do have an accent. I can hear it sometimes when I get too excited. But yeah, it took me a long time to learn English. I Oh no, no, that's not true. But I, I did learn pretty quick, but if I had not been for school probably. But I remember yeah. feeling awkward hearing everybody and not understanding anything. Yes, it was one of those things. No, same here. And then also because David just speaks English. Well, he speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. But his Spanish is like a yo no sabo kid, Espanol. <laughs> so, like, we kind of had a meet in the middle. So, it was it was one or the other. It worked out. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. So, that's all we talk now. We just talk English at the house. And I'm like, dang, no quiero perder el español. You know, like, let's do We would challenge ourselves. Like, let's talk Spanish this whole day. Like, yeah. we could not talk any English. And then, like, all of a sudden, we start talking questions in English. I'm like, well, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a reason to have David on the show. I need to hear that. I need to hear him speak Spanish. Oh, my gosh. He's gotten a lot better. I will tell you this. Really? When we go to my family events, like, nadie habla, nadie habla inglés. Like, mm. nobody talks English. And so he has no choice but to, like, really force himself to push and... uh speak a lot of his spanish and so he's gotten a lot better because of my family <laughs> oh i bet i bet when did you meet david oh, what's 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 your love story with david i want to hear it oh my gosh do you really <laughs> well um unless it's too yeah, personal then i won't ask if it's too personal it's no, okay it's all good it's just one of those things that um we i have never really told a lot of people even our friends i mean they know but they don't ask because I, it's an awkward situation. But oh, um, I'm, okay. <laughs> I met David in the summer of 2018. I was just graduating high school and I was in my whole face. I was like, mm. ahorita, you know, single, bilingual, not ready to mingle yet. <laughs> <but I'm ready. laughs> yes. Going so on. I, I was just ready to party. I even went to Texas um, right like in June with my best friend mm-hmm. coming out of that trip i was uh, like okay i'm gonna start my fitness journey i'm gonna look good and sexy and blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and and so uh at that time i don't know if you ever saw david with long hair yes or pictures with long hair okay yeah. that that was his era and so i would always see him and i have seen him before because he used to work um at the pharmacy okay and one time i had to go pick up my aunt's birth control awkward situation okay mm-hmm. and he was at the front registry and here i am like um you know trying to pick up her meds and uh it was so awkward because he was so tall i mean he's very tall yeah. he was very bulk up and everything and so here i am like such a tiny i'm 411 so you're 411 yes <laughs> so i'm like super tiny compared to this huge man he always scared me and then i would see him at the gym occasionally and he all the time i was so shy like i was like oh, what's up, man? Yeah. just looking this way and so uh all of a sudden we, uh, i added him on instagram and we started dming each other like he would he's a very funny dude on his like in any social media he posts like very funny memes 
Mm. And so he, I started like sliding in and just saying hi or like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. Blah, blah, blah. You're a typical idiot girl. Yeah. And so <laughs> uh, our conversation just started and, you know, we started talking more and more and we realized like all these like differential things, yeah. opposites attract, okay? And so he was very opposite from where I was. Uh, and then we just kind of started meeting up after that. And then in 2020, I was like, okay, oh, it's still, oh, it's not that. And I was like, we got to move in together and blah, blah, blah. And so we did. We ended up moving in together. And, you know, I think four, four years, three years later, we're still here. Ooh, <laughs> it's not, yeah. It hasn't been that long, but we both know that, you know, that is my person. Oh, no, that, that is me. a long time. I mean, yeah. for today's standards, I think that's a very long time. <laughs> that's actually, uh, like, you guys made it, basically. That's what that means. Well, and, like, after we got our place, um, you know, they, I, I was like, you sure you want to do this? Like, once we get a place, there really isn't, like, a, you know how, well, most relationships, when you start off, you're like, okay, well, I think we just need to take a break. This is not working. But yeah, yeah. You take that break. Well, for us, uh, it was more like, okay, this is a very serious situation. Like, if we're going to buy, because we bought where we live now. Okay. And I was like, this is a this is an actual commitment. And we were not married, mind you. Like, we passed the uh, traditional ways. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so that was really hard because I'm my mom's only girl and I'm her baby girl. And I will mm-hmm. always be her baby girl. For and sure. So, and, and so it was really hard for her to adapt. And it was always me and her all, like, throughout my whole life. It was always me and her. And so whenever David came and talked to her about us moving in together, that was like a heartbreak into her. It was so bad. Like, I felt bad, but at the same time, like, I was ready to move in with David. Like, I was ready to move out of my house and just let my wings fly by, you know? But for her, it was so hard. Like, I I cried so much, so much, Tony. It was so hard to leave her behind because... She had stopped her life. She always told me this. She said, I'm not going to get married with anybody until you move in with your partner or you move in later Uh, down the line. But um, I don't want, I don't ever want you to blame me because somebody else, I brought somebody else into her house and they did you wrong, Mm. you know? And so she was always thoughtful of that. And I'm very grateful for that. That's a good mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so she just kind of, she was heartbroken to the max. Oh, I bet. I, I feel for David, because if I would have been him, I probably would have been peeing my pants just thinking about, you know, making that hard decision for both of you, you know, but because not a lot of people do this now. And, and I don't know, you know, in Guatemalan culture, but in Mexican culture, you have to go ask, you know, not for the hand in marriage, mm-hmm. but because you guys didn't get married or not that I know of, but, you know, to go ask for permission to go out and dating and stuff. I'm so glad people don't do that now because I am... I'm gonna. I will shit my pants if I ever have no, to I, do that. I, yeah, no. I told him I was like, "Dude, are you sure you want to talk to my mom?" Like, because my mom for me was mom and dad, you know. And so, yeah, yeah. And she, when her dad side came out, like I was, I was always terrified of of her. I'm still am to this day. Like mm-hmm. I know to behave well and to do certain things good because I don't want her ever to be uh, disappointed. I think my biggest fear uh, on my mom's side, like disappointing her me mm-hmm. disappointing her like that's my biggest thing like if there's anything that's gonna hurt my mom i should probably not do it and yeah. so 
when it came to David, he came in and I stepped out of the room because I was like, I am not staying in here. Like, oh I my gotta God, look you left him in there? <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, <laughs> I'm not staying in here. And then I remember just waiting outside. Uh, and so when he finally came in, my mom was like, so, ya sabías, ya sabías que esto pasaba y no me dijiste nada. Because me and David were signing contracts to the apartment, like, a month before. And so we just told him the day we were moving out. Like <gasps> On that we, day? Like, well, not on that day, but we told her, like, a week before we moved out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so bad. I feel like such a terrible, shitty daughter, but. I mean, know, it had to happen that way <laughs> if I have a, yeah. No, I was just terrified to tell her. Like, I just couldn't trust. I mean, my mom was always my, my friend my confident but i that thing was one of those things that i just could not tell her i felt so embarrassed yeah i don't think people understand you know and i especially in our you know latino culture it's we take our parents like you know very serious or well, most of us yeah. anyway i don't know about everybody but like to disappoint your parents is one of the things that we just don't do Yes. So I can only imagine, you know, but was she happy for y'all or, or what was her advice? She is now. <laughs> she is now. Um, At first, she just could not stand David. One, again, it's because a lot of, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of Hispanics judge uh, anybody by its cover, you know, but what, what you look like, what oh, you're yeah. at, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. in life. And so uh, David had, at that time, had long hair, looked very cholo, looked very like, from the streets and they didn't look like a man of a decent man. He looked like a cholo these, Jesus. You know? <laughs> so he was just like, my mom never gave him the opportunity, but now she absolutely loves David. And Aww. like every time I'm over there at her house, she's always like, Oh, make sure you take this food for David, or this is for David. And this is all for David. And most Aww. of my family is like that. Like you better behave right, Andrea. Oh, that's but, so yeah, sweet. No, he, he definitely likes her now. It, it took her a minute to kind of warm up. Again, yeah. because I was always her little princess. Yeah. yeah and yeah. seeing that taking be taken away from her was like really, really uh, how was it with his her back. Yeah, yeah. How was it with his family? Or did you already meet them before you guys moved out? Oh that's actually very funny because uh I met them before we moved in. And with them it was a little bit more of a religious situation. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. they were like why don't you guys get married? Blah blah blah. And that's what my mom said too. Like, what? Like that was the main thing that upset them the most that we didn't get married. But that's because, like, I don't know if there's till this day. I still say if you want to try out something with somebody that you think you're gonna be there for long term, like maybe just move in and see because it's a whole different ball game, completely different. See how it feels. Is it is it the person you? You can that can lift you up on your days that you're not feeling good and yeah. you know vice versa. Um, and so that's the thing we did it. We were like, we're gonna do this. We're not gonna get married. And if a year from now we are uh, still together, then we'll get married then, and mm -hmm. we'll know that that's that's our place. And so that's the thing that with his parents, they just were like, well, you know, we wish you the best, but we really want you guys to. We prefer for you to get married. Yeah. Like well, this is this is not our option, but and mm -hmm. so I met them like a in a Fourth of July weekend, okay. uh, two years ago, and I remember that my sister at that time did not even wanted to meet me because David was like all about the girls. He had brought like I think six girls in the past before and never settled down, and oh she's like God. you know what, like 
if this is another one, just bring me the like, just like, just bring me the one you're gonna marry or the one you're gonna stick with. And okay. at that time, of course, we didn't know that was gonna happen. Right, but right. She was like just close to the fact that we did it. Uh, you know, he she just she didn't want to continue meeting all these girls and blah blah. blah. Right, and right. I was like, you ho. <laughs> That's what I told David. <laughs> I was, I was about to say, where are you putting David on blast? <laughs> this is I know, why. <laughs> but this is why you should have been here. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's what I. That's what I'm saying too. Oh my goodness! Well, you know, and I, I actually agree with you. I feel like in our culture, we're kind of backwards on that. Like, you know, you're not supposed to leave your house until you're married. Blah blah blah. blah. I think you should move out with your person for a while and try it out, just because you know you're moving in with someone you're becoming you know the same like person with that person yeah you know and like people they believe you know to just get married and then that first night of the wedding night that's going to be your first night together that is scary as hell like that's terrifying yeah well even nowadays like are you really gonna make a virgin like as a virgin over there like are you really like it's one of those Mm. things yeah, like it. It was, you know, believe it or not, though. I even when I was like eighteen, I was still like, I'm gonna save myself for the perfect man, blah blah. blah. But then, like, I don't know what in me was like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I gotta live life, blah blah. Like, no man is gonna deserve anything, blah right, blah. Right. Like I said, I went through this like whole stage, like your teenager. Era. I think everybody does, right? I mean, I went through it too. Like, you're rebellious, like, nothing can stop you because you do this and that. Um, mm. But I was very responsible. I was always very responsible. Like, I started working when I was 15, and, you know, I was, I graduated with honors from high school, so. Okay, like, okay. It was one of those things, like, I didn't make my mom, my mom doubt about who I was or, mm. you know, making her doubt of things that I shouldn't be doing, blah, blah, because I was pretty responsible. I Era loca, pero responsable. The way and I that, there you go. Balancing. Listen, ladies and gents, balancing. You just can't be a hoe and not be smart. You got to be smart and a hoe. <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, I always did what I enjoyed doing, What, but I was always responsible. Like I knew not to drink and drive because I didn't want to put my, not only my life on risk, but other people's life mm-hmm. on risk too, you know? Yeah. That's the main thing that in the moment you probably don't feel it because you're feeling so good about whatever it is. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Do you, um, I've heard that you drink. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you, when was your first time when you drank? Like you got blacked out drunk. You know, I've always been terrified of getting blackout drunk. So I feel like I'm very cautious to not let myself, myself get there. Um, I've, I think the closest I've gone to that was random. Like, I wasn't planning it. But the me... With oh, the, those are the best. They are. They really are. But with me, I have trust issues. So, like, to me, if I'm drinking with people, like, my closest friends, whatever, and there's one stranger there that I've never met or I'm not yet comfortable, I won't let myself drink that much. Just because I'm yeah. like, mm no, I, I no, this is going to show up on social media. This is going to... No. So... Even though I, I wanted to have that feeling, it sounds really bad, but I, I have wanted to have that feeling where I don't remember, you know, I've only had one, and I think I talked about it in one of the episodes that I was like, one time we were in my backyard having like a bonfire, and I don't know what it is about that night, I don't remember drinking a lot, but that night I got really messed up, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, my foot was next to the bonfire. I didn't even realize my foot was too close that I, I got like blisters because my foot was like this close to the fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. I, I never. So I'm living my youth now, which is weird. But that, I mean, that is how it is. And I'm OK with that. Yeah, no. And that's something that I've been hearing a lot from you. Like, you know, it's I didn't have the privilege. And it's for me, it just hurts so bad to hear you say that because, you know, I can never relate to that because I'm like, why didn't his parents were so strict? Like, you know, the more strict you are, the harder, the harder lessons are going to be later for your son. And that's one thing Mm -hmm. that I appreciate a lot about my mom, you know, like uh, she said, yo te voy a dar mi confianza. Pero si tú me la traicionas, it's going to be on you. So yeah. she'll give me her trust. And if you betray me, it's on you. Like, yeah. I'm giving, I'm trusting that you're going to do the right thing at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so she kind of just let me be. And so, of course, I never really took advantage of it. Yeah, of course, I never took advantage. But, uh, you know, I always, there was times where I would go out and drink a lot. And I do not regret any of that because now I'm at that point in my life where I'm, like, settled. And mm-hmm. I do not miss any of that life, you know, yeah. like I love the life that I have now and the way God has touched me inside my heart. Yeah. And I think with me, it's again, going back to that thing where you don't want to disappoint your parents. Like mm-hmm. I've been wanting to get a tattoo for the longest time. And I know I'm a grown ass man, but I still haven't gotten it because I know it's going to disappoint my mom. Like my mm-hmm. mom hates tattoos with like a passion. So I know mm-hmm. that if I were to show up, because I want to get it, like, right here, like, on this side. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I would get it, she's going to beat my ass. And she'll probably stop talking to me for a while. But I don't, I don't know if it's... I don't know. I don't know if it's the religious part of me that doesn't allow me to get it or the disappointing her. I, I don't know. But I still haven't gotten it. I want to get it this year, for sure. I just... Uh, David, I'm going to put... Why am I putting him as an example? I'm so bad. <laughs> but uh, this is what I've learned from him. <laughs> Poor David. Um, I know. I'm so bad. Sorry, babe. That's okay. um, He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you know, his mom is into God and loves God. Like, you know, God is everything for her, you know, which is not bad. No. Um, but, you know, when he started getting tattoos, so I told you he has like a full sleeve and yeah, a half yeah. sleeve on the other side. Um, he's tatted, and there's no way you can hide that because he even has that on his um, what do you call this part of your arm? Like the like right behind right his hand. Yeah, yep. There's I don't know a what it's called, but stuff. like the opposite of the palm, I guess you could describe yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know, of course, his mom was disappointed. Of course, his mom was very upset. But at that time, he just says, you know, because I always ask him, like, what were you thinking when you were getting all these tattoos? Like, are you mad? He's like, no, I don't think I would take them out anymore like i don't think i would tattoo myself anymore but i would probably change what i would put on my body and stuff like Mm, that and and it's one of those things that you know if you grew up in in a religious household of course you know the right from wrong but it goes back to like you and god have a relationship and should have that desire of like is this the right thing or is this a wrong thing because uh, these are what people say this is what people are telling me you know people are saying this is bad um, the drinking is bad. The getting backed out is bad. But if you have a certain relationship with God, there's things that He will put in your heart, whether to do it or not. And if inside of you you're you're able to sleep perfectly fine and in peace, yeah. then you're probably doing the right thing. Because mm-hmm. this is what I think when I when actually I had somebody ask me like, 
well, what do you think about the Bible? And, you know, I think that the Bible is a um, book full of stories uh, of men that have gone through all these things. And uh, it has been left to us kind of as lessons, but we don't necessarily are living in that lifestyle anymore. You know? I love that. Yes. You know, we are living in a, we have so much technology, technology they didn't have back then, you know, and um, it's just a little bit different. It can be similar, but it's completely different on how very different. Yeah. You know, and so not a lot of things are going to be the same. Like people have um, a lot of discussions against marijuana, whether it's good or not. Mm -hmm. I think that if it helps you do it, is it going to mess up the relationship that you have with God? It's up to you and God, not for me to tell you how you should feel. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so hard. It's so hard to. I don't know. Just have these people understand that. You know, for me, it's not so hard anymore to... I, I, I have filtered that part of my brain that stops me from hearing other people's voices. Like, I heard this um, video the other day of this girl talking, and she was like, a lot of your insecurities are other people's voices, and they're not yours. So yeah. a lot of the things that I question or, like, think about doing it twice, it's not really me. It's more the people that have shifted my mind maybe as a child i don't know maybe you know as as a youth but because i was so involved in that you know religious area that's all i hear so it's like well you know now i've learned to like cut people not cut people out to cut these thoughts out and kind of determine mm-hmm. whether they're mine or not yeah and i agree yes. with what you're saying because there's times where i do get that feeling like yeah maybe i shouldn't be doing that and i know that's me you know, people want to call mm-hmm. it the Holy Spirit, whatever. I feel like, okay, yeah, this is not a good no. And I don't. But there's times mm-hmm. that, you know, for example, the tattoo, I don't feel bad getting it. I don't feel... Because to me, the tattoo that I chose has a meaning. It has a lesson to me. Oh, yeah. It has... Okay. It's to say it's it's my testimony. It's what I've been through. And, you know, but there was always going to be those people that, you know, just criticize for everything and... You just kind of have to learn to tune them out. And that's kind of what I've been doing. And I, for sure, poor David. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure David understands where I'm coming from. It's like, it's, it's just, you know, these people get engraved and they just, you know, they kind of tell you things without, you know, them actually telling you, you know, it's, they're in your head. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. So, like, what are you wanting to get? I want to get because I am a huge advocate for like mental health and like suicide awareness. Like I found this tattoo that I really, really liked. And it's kind of like, you know, when you're in the hospital and they have the IV and that goes like beep, 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 that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yes. kind of like a heart and it has that beeping thing and then it like flatlines. Yes. And then it gets back awoken by like love or something. And then it goes back to a different heart, like a new heart. Something okay. like that. It's kind of hard to explain. But I really want to get that. Really, And I think it's okay. a, more of a reminder to me. Like, okay, you've been through all of this. You're going to be okay. Like, if you've survived all of this, you're going to be okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if it has a lot of meaning, like, and it's just for you to kind of be, I don't know. I Our body is a piece of art. And, yes, it's, like, made by God. And if it's something that means a lot to you and it's one of the things that's a reminder in a positive way. Yeah. By all means, you know, like it, it, it's your body, your choice, you know, same thing with, you know, all these topics of abortion and all these other things that can go on and on. And yeah. I'm more like, well, you know, everybody has something different. Like I could never walk through your shoes because I was never 
brought up in a religious household. Um, I could never walk through David's shoes because I wasn't brought up the way he was. And you just, a lot of people don't understand. They're easy to judge, but they don't understand to really put yourself in that scenario. And yeah. it's hard. And not that other people have it easier than others. It's just um, harder for other ones. Like I was listening to one of uh, your hosts that you brought in. Uh, she had a daughter with autism due to some uh, shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was just like such an eye opener. Like, wow, her information was just great. I don't have kids. But now, like after listening to her and listening to her experiences, like, I definitely think a lot different now with medication towards your kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's really honestly in every angle of your life, it's what's best for you. Yeah. You know, don't let for other people don't, you know, decide because of other people don't make choices because of other people. It's okay to have your own mindset and, you know, and, and, and do that. Um, cause I don't know if you guys have suffered in your relationship, like with, Poor David. I swear, David, I'm sorry. You just have to keep coming up. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if, if in your relationship it's been like this, but um, when I've been in relationships, it was hard because our mindsets were different. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I don't know if you guys or even if you want to share it, which you don't have to, you know, mm -hmm. but having a person like me in a relationship or like him that has this uh, trajectory or this lifestyle, it... I don't want to say it ruins you, but it does make you reevaluate everything that you do. You know, so for him, I don't know if it was easier for him to just let everything go and really start over. It hasn't been easy for me. So I don't know if it is. Well, that's actually like a good question for him, for sure. But I will tell you my point of view on it. Like, um, for me, it's like, you know, knowing more about God, knowing about these amazing things that I'd never heard before. It's like, wow, yes, give it to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, for him, it's more like he's already heard this stuff. He knows about this stuff, you know. And so um, it has been when I got baptized not too long ago, uh, he and I, you know, I was talking to his brother. He said, are you sure? It's like, babe, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? And, like, his face was a worried, shocked, all these, like, mixed feelings all in one. And, and I'm like, yes, why are you questioning me? Like, why are you questioning my decision? This is something I know I want. And I know what I felt inside of me. And uh, he was like, okay, you know, I support you through everything. But this is a huge step. You know, this is not an easy step. This is, and he was trying to not talk me out of it. But he was just letting Making me Making sure, me. Yeah. Yeah warning me like this is these are the things that has happened to you to you and you know he's been through a similar situation where he's been uh kicked out out of church um and so for him it's a bit of he doesn't take grudges he he just kind of lets go he's very passive about a lot of things which mm. i'm grateful for, for um, uh, because i'm not like that i'm not like I that will, either yeah i'll take a grudge to my grave if i need to <laughs> I have such a big ego, like yeah. I just cannot. It's uh, hard. So, yes, it is. And so those are one of the things I want to change about myself because like, you know, I don't know what that person was going through. And I just took that grudge like personal and just took it all the way to heart. Yeah. And I might would have been right, but that person might have been just going through something and I just like mm -hmm. didn't care about it, you know. Um, but he has been more positive about it. Not that he wants to restart again. Um, I think he just wants to take things very slow. 
and very careful. It's exhausting. Um, it's exhausting. Yeah. And, and the reason, and I don't know if I'm speaking, I don't want to speak for him either, but I think he just, this is going to be such a bad opinion. Um, I feel like he's just trying to make you make sure that you're safe. You yeah. know, not yeah. that choosing God is unsafe, mm -hmm. but a lot of us people that were grown in this place, we were feared into this. You know, if you don't receive, like basically punching in the face, if you don't receive Christ, you're going to go to hell. And da, da, da. Mm -hmm. so we did that, got baptized, all that stuff because mm -hmm. we were scared or because we don't want to face bad consequences. You're doing it out of your, honestly, your heart. Out you know, heart, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I can't speak for him, but I didn't. And that's probably why he's trying to tell you, hey, you know, are you sure, you know, uh, this is what you want to do. But I applaud you. If that's what you want to do and you know, then that's great. Go for it. Yeah. He was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, um, your mom is not here. You, I'm sure your mom would have loved to see you do this. Because recently my mom also converted. She got married. She got I, after I moved in with David, um, she was already dating somebody. And so mm -hmm. they went ahead and got married and. Um, that guy was already going to a Pentecostal church. And so just, she just kind of converted after that, um, which props to her. And she always told me like, Andrea, like my biggest regret was not taking her to church, was not letting you know about God, blah, blah, blah. She always felt guilty about it, but I always told her like, you know, it's not your fault. I think that God is going to come out if he, you know, cause he wants everybody and every soul. He's going to put that in my heart once it's time. And sure enough, it, it did. It was in my heart. And uh, I'm old enough to know, you know, the right from wrong. And I'm not a teenager being forced by a pastor, being forced by all this stuff. Because to me, yeah. if that would have been Andrea in 2018, <laughs> no pastor, none of that would have really Fly. made a difference in my life. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, you just have to go through that life stage, you know? This is why David has to come on. We're over here just talking, you know, mainly about him. Sorry, David. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he might be in the kitchen here and he's going to be like, I know. I know my name the whole time. <laughs> he's going to hear this when it comes out and he's like, I might as well just heck on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm very happy for you both. I'm really happy for, for him that he found somebody like you. And I'm happy for you that you found somebody like him. You know, it just it just happened. And it's, you know, I don't want to say it's fate, but, you know, you guys are meant to be with each other. And that's 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 beautiful, honestly. So cherish that. Cherish each other. I'm over here being Dr. Phil. Shut up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. No, it's one of those things that it's not an easy path, but it's definitely um, not hard when you're with the right person. That's for sure. Yeah. Andrea, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, I'm going to answer that here in just a second. Okay. Uh, I, in high school, I'm a senior year for my English class. My teacher told all of us, this is for all our seniors, you're going to write a letter saying what you see yourself doing in five years from now and okay. i actually get that letter this year because it's gonna be five years since i graduated from high school Ooh. i'm excited to see what that says but yeah <laughs> this is here forever now so i'm gonna record i'm gonna say what i need to say and if i hear this in 10 years yeah i'm gonna be like oh my gosh Andrea, i'm gonna cringe this so is gonna hard. be that's on the air does. forever <laughs> i'm gonna cringe so hard um because that's what everybody does they cringe whenever you hear yourself after like oh what was i thinking yes but let me think in my 32 year old 20 no 33 or 33 year old face um yeah. that's how old i'm gonna be in 10 years i see myself um 
in some type of business, being a successful businesswoman, because that's all I want to do. I She said successful, y'all. Successful, yes. <laughs> uh, got to put it out there, you know? Yes. If you put it out there, you're just never going to succeed. Put it into existence, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I see myself um, in a home, in NWA, because I feel like that's my dream. Um in 10 years, I see myself as uh, getting a house of that I want to build in, in WA, which is Northwest Arkansas. And I don't see really myself with kids, but if that was in my desire, top two kids, that's it. Two we're done. Kids. We're closing. We're closing the fabric after two <laughs> kids. Like we're done. Um, yeah. And with at least four dogs, because I'm a dog lover. Do you have any dogs now? Oh, you yes, do? Yeah, I, yeah, I met him. Yes. Duh, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> um, his name is Yeti, like the brand, and he's my little baby. I got him actually last June. He's a Shiba Inu. If you ever get one, they're the best. They're like cats. Ooh, I'm going to need one of those because the last no. dogs I had, they were too hyper, which that's fine. That's that's a dog, but, you know, I need yeah. something more mellow like me. Oh, my gosh. He's the best. and. He was here the whole interview. I don't know. You couldn't even hear him. He's no. just laying down. No, I don't know if he's here. No, I think he went out. But uh, he has been in the room with me this whole interview. And he just lays down or stares at me. Yeah. He's just the best. And he goes everywhere with me. Like, even into Walmart. Like, I'm like, the first time I was so scared. I'm like, I'm just going to say he's a, a service animal. will be good. <laughs> <laughs> but he behaves so well. So Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean, what during the pre-interview, he was very quiet. He was just very calm. And he was just there with you. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. So he's just very calm. But that's how I see myself in 10 years. Uh Succeeding in business and getting my own home and uh, being around those who I love and they love me. So, oh, that's awesome. So, you've been a listener of the show for a while. So, if you know at the end, there's a fire questions or quick fire questions. Okay. Okay. Andrea, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what is your favorite ice cream? Oh. Uh. Um, that actually these are hard. <laughs> like which one? Um, I would say I'm very basic, so I'm gonna do with strawberry or mango, one of the two. Oh, mango! Like water based mm-hmm. or milk based? Milk based, always milk based. Oh, do you guys? This is gonna be such a dumb question, and I might delete it if I feel stupid after you answer it. Do you guys have um paleterias like in Guatemala? Like, do you guys have that those kind of desserts? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we do. I uh, pass el paletero, you know, early in the morning and then late in the evening. Uh, and then I remember always, actually, my mom's side had a family member that would sell them. Oh. And every day I would come out into the portón, or that's what you call those big, big uh, doors out there. Yeah. And I would just stand out there, wait for him and get my uh, thing. And I just pay him two, two, uh, two quetzales is what they use money out there for. Um, and I would pay that with, with oh, it, but isn't yeah. that the beautiful thing about childhood? Like I, yes. I remember eating those things and not worrying about what I'm putting into my body and, you know, just those really good treats. Yes. And it's, a, it's a, like I said, it, it's extremely hot out there. So you're like eating and sweating it off all those calories. They just slip off your body. Melting <laughs> off. Yeah. Yes. Okay, what is your favorite Guatemalan candy? Or if you have candy. a favorite Mexican candy? Um, 
uh, candy, uh, anything that has to do with tamarindo. I feel like I love anything that has to do with tamarindo. Favorite, like I can't name you a favorite one because I don't even remember um, like names of it. But I will tell you a fruit that I love from Guatemala. Oh, yeah. And it's got, it's called caimito. Um, it's just like little, it looks like a peach. Like those, um, I've never, they never provide them here because I've never had them here. Um, but I remember it's this plant that's uh, kind of like a peach. It's circled. And the moment you bite into it, there's like a bunch of little dots in there. It's not like a dragon fruit either. Oh, I was going to say. It's so good. No, it's not a dragon fruit. It's, uh, if you look it up, it's called Calmito. And then just put Guatemala right next to it. And you're going to see what it is. But Calmito it's with not the a C? Calmito with, yeah, with the C. Oh, is it juicy or is it like like a dry fruit? It's, it's no, it's a it's a juicy fruit, but it's so good. <laughs> this is why we did a new it's video. So Did good. you see me? <laughs> I was over here mouth watering. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. No, I'm that telling you, it's good. so good. It's so good. It's so like I like it when it's when it's at its point. It was like mm, so sweet. Mm. It's just the perfect thing. So, <sighs> mm. but Are please we... look it up. <laughs> I am, I am. I love fruit. Like I really, I love fruit. Yeah, have you ever t- tasted those? Um, I can't remember. They call them in, in the Salvadorians call them mamones, but they're like the. It's a circle and it has pelusas everywhere. Like they're like reddish. Yes. Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever had those? No, I. That oh. looks scary to me. Oh my gosh, they're the best. I have like they sell them at Walmart and. They're like super expensive. They're like six bucks for like twelve of them. Yeah, and I get two of them, and I finish them all in like thirty minutes. <laughs> They're so good. You need to try it out. I'm if you like fruit, you're gonna like those. You I just know. cut it like in the middle, and you just twist it, and then open it. It looks like a grape inside. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't had it yet, but I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Well, you need to try it because it's so good. I know, okay, okay. I, I, will. I will. I'm going to actually find the other fruit that you're talking about. And whenever you guys come to Oklahoma City, I'm going to be surprising you. Well, hopefully oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's a Guatemalan super, uh, supermercado, like right literally by my house. And they oh, have really? the most randomest fruit there. I'm going to see if they have it. Oh, my gosh. I got David into this like specific cheese that they sell in Guatemala. It's just, it's not, it's like a queso fresco, but it's like envuelto en hoja verde. Like hoja de tamal verde. Oh, okay. Does it and melt? Uh, it doesn't really melt. It doesn't melt. You like I make tortillas, and so I will make them, and then I'll put queso on top of them, and with some salsa. Oh my like. god, that sounds so good. Um, so in other words, he's blessed. Ah! <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. That sounds so good in the morning, especially with your ca- with your cafe. You know, that sounds so good. Yeah, that's the way I was raised. <laughs> oh, lucky him. Okay. Uh well who was your first celebrity crush? Oh okay, um let me think. Let me think. For David, my don't childhood... this part. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so weird. Okay, so I was raised listening to Los Temerarios. Mm-hmm. Okay. The singer, the not the one with the long hair, but the short hair. I don't oh, remember what's his, his name. name. Um I don't know. He's married to uh no, he has a mustache, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Have, no, that's the one with the long hair. No, it's the one that doesn't have the mustache and has short hair. What the I don't remember his name. I, I can see his face, but I don't remember his name. Oh, my gosh. I Till this day, I can still hear Los Temerarios, you know, because they're just so good. I mean, yeah, I still think good. they are. 
Yeah, um, they're a staple for sure. Gustavo, that's his name. Gustavo. Hey, hope he listens. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I'm an old soul. Like, I, I love their music. Ooh. That's what I was raised with, you know? Too, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite cereal? Um, What's the one that where the... This is going to sound so dumb. The um, the bird with the very different colors. The cereal is little circles. Yes, 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 that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit Loops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are really good. I'm not gonna lie. So those are it. <laughs> yeah, They're super sugary. I don't need them they often are. anymore, but uh, I only have them whenever I have like a sweet tooth that week or something. Um, I used to take them in like Ziploc bags to school and just like munching them oh, throughout yeah. the day. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was that person too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, we could have been really good friends in high school. Yeah, for sure. What is a hidden talent that you have that nobody knows? Mm. David, eh, get it. <laughs> David can tell you. David can answer. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Thank you. Go ahead, uh, David. Dancer. Or I guess nobody maybe knows. one that a couple of people may know, maybe, but not. It's not general knowledge to everybody. Dang, these are pretty hard. <laughs> I could not think of one. Uh, I would say maybe. Um, translating I'm, I'm pretty good at that i feel like and it's a knowledge and it's a skill <laughs> it is a skill people so, don't realize and i don't get nervous doing it either like i just it just kind of flows out of me okay go ahead okay on uh, do you have spotify or apple like for music spotify okay what is the song that you have on repeat or that one song mm-hmm. that you can never get tired of oh so many like I don't know if this is bad, but I'm like, okay, it's going to sound weird, but I have like this huge man crush on um, the guy that sings Take Me to Church, Heiser. Yeah, Heiser? yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to say what it either. Heiser, Heiser, I don't know, but I, I know what well, you're talking about. They get it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, him. Like, I just love his voice. Like, I don't know. Like, um, there was this YouTube video where he's singing that song, like, Take Me to Church on a, a New York subway. And it's like without auto tune or anything like that. Oh. His voice, his voice is just so good. What a talented man! Yeah, I need to look that so, up. But a song that I would have on repeat on my Spotify right now uh, would be any song of Julian Alvarez. I don't know why. It's just any of his songs I can re- put on repeat okay. every day. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know who that is. I'm not going to answer that question because I feel like people are going to write me and hate me if I don't know who that is. He sounds like really popular. Is he really popular? You don't know who Julian... Okay, this is how you know you grew up in a house, like a church, a churchy place. This uh, is like, yeah, that's, that's a sign. If you don't know who he is, yeah, like if you don't know who he is, this is a, a Norteño and he kind of... I He hasn't been known recently because he had this like super... Uh, he he was uh what do you say whenever you're kicked out of a spot like on like spotify in any platform so social media like blacklisted i think so i think that's why you say it anyways uh he couldn't put any of his new music on it because he was under investigation through u.s uh yeah the usa uh because he was making too much money he couldn't like uh you know how some people are supposed to um pay taxes pay taxes or pay certain amounts to mm. the government. 
I guess he didn't or some money looked funky. Uh, so they thought he was like through the narcotraficante stuff. Oh, okay. But he's pretty good. Um, I'm going to get you into this, but I'm going to send you the link of this guy that's called uh, Jordi Lozano. Have you ever heard of him? I'm going off topic here, but... No, 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 that's fine. Uh, Jordi, no. Not the guy that does interviews, is it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen any of his interviews? I love his interviews. And okay, I got do? the biggest compliment. There was one girl that I interviewed, and she's like, I love your episodes because you sound like him. Like, your 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 episode sounds like him. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a, that's a huge compliment to me because he's very professional. He's very... Yes, yes. Yeah. They're organized. I loved... Well, Julian Alvarez comes and talks to it with him in his interviews. Oh, I'm going to have to see it. Okay. Yeah. The he's last- pretty well known. But in Mexico, mainly, not in mm. the United States as much. Mm-hmm. Unless your parents, like, kind of put that music into yeah, you. Yeah, know? yeah. Mm, I'm going to have to look so, it up. I love his interviews. I probably already saw it, and I just don't know him, you know. I, I like anything that has to do with, like, they had drug addictions, and, you know, they kind of superarlo somehow. Yeah. Um, like, I heard one of your episodes with one of your uh, guests that came in. Tim, yeah. I was, like, in the gym listening to him, and. It's just like, wow, what an inspiration. I was just like, wow, you know, I love listening to things like that because it just kind of motivates me. Not that I've ever done any of these things, but it motivates me to kind of say, wow, like this world is not as bad as other people picture it. Yeah, for sure. Wow, beautiful. Okay, next question. According to Andrea, what's the best sandwich? What would you put in your sandwich? Okay, yeah, it might sound like a healthy wacko, but leave me alone. Uh, I will toast the uh, wheat bread. It has to have wheat bread. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people like white bread, and I love bread. I okay? hate white bread. Really? I can't eat uh, white bread. I ha- it has to be wheat. We need to end this call right now. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do it for my own help. So I would put um, yeah. David, got in- David got me into um, this sandwich, too. It was the first time I ever ate it with him. Uh, so it's wheat bread toasted, very toasty. Of course. Uh, it will have salami. It will have uh, pepperoni. And it's going to have to come from the deli, not the ones you get on this, but it has one. It has to come from the deli. Mm-hmm. Um, mustard cheese, um, some bologna, lettuce, tomato, and some mayo. And that's it. That sounds good. That sounds really so. good. I, I obviously, you know, with with sandwiches, like I stick to the basics, but that's just because I don't like to buy extra stuff because you know it always goes bad really quick. But yes. I used to make there's a burger here and this not off topic, but like there's a burger joint here, um, and they have a peanut butter burger. I love mixing sweet and sour, like sweet and Ew. like savory. Oh, David is the same way. Oh, I need to talk bad about him right now, but go on. I'm going to let you finish. No. So I, I want to invent a sandwich that's, I guess in your you know words, just as nasty. I really want to make like a like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with maybe like jalapenos or like, or jalapeno jelly maybe, or I don't know. I just, I've been wanting to make a sandwich that has both of that. Cause that normally comes like in a hot burger or like a hot, hot dog yeah. maybe, but I've never seen it in a cold sandwich. So I'm going to make that and I'm going to see what I can come up with. Dang. Well, good luck. But here's the sandwich <laughs> that I used to make David in the morning. I would wake up really early before uh, I'm going to work in the morning and I would do, it would be a sandwich and it would be, Peanut butter and jelly. So peanut butter on the top, jelly at the bottom, an egg, 
And uh, yes, an egg, a bologna, like I would cook the bologna and a bologna and some cheese. Let me just say that sounds so disgusting. That sounds so good to me. Oh no! Maybe not the baloney part, but anything else, yes. No, it was just I could not. So that was his type of stuff. I'm assuming you did it because he told you to, not because of you. No, because I asked him like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna make it." He's like, "Put peanut butter and put jelly, and then uh, I don't know what else I used to put in it, but it was just like I I would do it, but I would like I would hate doing it. I would I was hating it as I was doing it. Like I can't believe you're eating this. Like. Ugh, I can't well, believe how was the egg? Was the egg like the the milk, the milky, the liquidy yolk, or is it like hard? Uh, runny, no, runny. He likes his eggs runny, like over easy. That sounds so good. Oh no, yeah, I know. I can do like a avocado toast, but peanut butter and jelly and egg, uh, and the the yolk has to be you know runny. runny yeah. Like, no, bro, I could never <laughs> judge me. Judging <laughs> us, I should say. Yeah, for real. It's, no, that sounds good. Okay, last question for you. Okay. Whenever you hear the word full of brown, what does that mean to you? Oh, wow, Tony. Uh, let's see. Experiences. I love that. Experiences. Yeah. Experiences. That's the word I would put in. Uh, what it comes, the first thing that comes into my mind when it comes full of brown, experience. Like, it just... It's an experience of, you know, and, and now talking more about the show, it, it, your your show has really been based on experiences of other people and what they've been through, you know, or just random talks that you hear other people talking on the phone or, and, yeah. you know, it just kind of relaxes a lot. It really does relax me hearing just podcasting in general. Thank you. That means a lot. That really means a lot. So that's a huge compliment to me. Thank you. Yeah, and I've been talking to you like I ha- I don't think there's anybody. I feel like I've been talking to you through the phone, and that's it. Like, yeah, that's the thing. That's just the float of it, and that's how. It, that's what you were asking me when I asked you this morning. Do you have questions? Like, that you're gonna ask me? Like, is there a specific thing that I need to talk about? Not talk about because I don't know what you know on your end. If there's anybody that's gonna hear, you know, oh wow. Like the last thing I will ever want to bring is you know like make you feel bad about anything that. I- i've said or anything like that no but not at we're all pretty, i'm pretty confident <laughs> yeah yeah i love that no yeah no i was telling you i i hate preparing making the show robotic like i i don't like to pre-question everything like i don't want to write that quick i might write like one or two questions if it's like a serious topic with the guy we talked about with the addiction like i had some questions for him and then after that i just kind of went off but I, I i want people to have a good experience listening to like just i want them to feel like they're in the room you know, as they're listening, mm-hmm, so I, hope yeah. that's a, I hope that's a, that's what they're getting. <laughs> I know I've jumped all over, so I hope I got kind of whatever you wanted to hear, whatever you, I hope I really answered your questions is what I'm trying to say. No, no. Yeah. 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 I love so, it. I loved it. I love it. But I'm very happy that you invited me. Uh, I know I even like after two, three episodes of hearing you, I, I told David, I was like, now I feel like I want to reach out to him and I want to say something. Like, I just want to say something, make him feel comfortable and make him feel good because he's doing great things. Although he's been through all this stuff, like unnecessary stuff that God still got. And just because other people hurt him doesn't mean that that has to be yeah. the God he needs to know, you know? And, yeah. and it's just like one of those things that now that I know more about how I feel and, you know, I, I just, I don't think I would have made it either. Like, I don't think I would have, 
um, I don't know. I think I would have left and, and just became rebellious my whole life. Yeah. Know? No, but I love you for that. I think you guys are going to be good parents. Don't tell me that yet. <laughs> I'm only 23. When, whenever David, it comes, David. you guys will be good parents. Yeah. We're, well, we have an age difference. Um, I don't know if you know David's age. Not not sure, but he's close to my age. So I can only imagine. Yeah. So, like, how old do you, does he look in the pictures? He doesn't look old. He looks like maybe late 20s, but I'm pretty sure he's 30. I hate everybody that says that. I hate everybody that says that. It's true. Oh but what is Everybody he? Tells How old that. is he? He's uh, 33. Yeah, he's my age. Yeah, we're the same age. Well, yeah. no, I'm 34 now, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just turned 33. And so uh, it, whenever people see us, they're like, oh, but he doesn't look that old. I'm like, but he's 10 years older than me. Like, he is so <laughs> much older. They're like, I'm like, you see, you're eating on my youth. <laughs> Hey, uh, that's a compliment to us because when people tell me I look 23, I'm like, oh, thank you. Because I don't want to yeah. look my age. And obviously, oh I, I don't behave my age. So that's probably another thing that kind of gives it away. Yeah, well, he it gets to his head and then I have to hear. It, and then he's like, yeah, you see that? And they're like, it's just too much. <laughs> I love it. When I still go, like, go to like a bar or something, I still get ID'd. Oh, really? Like, we need to see your ID. I'm like, okay. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. But, but um, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm so happy. And and just know you have my number. So, you know, feel free. You know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. If, you know, David needs anything as quiet as he can be, I'm here for y'all both. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can convince him to, to come and talk. Or even if he wouldn't record it, we could just talk. But. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, again, uh, taking the time. This was a good chat, even if it was on a Monday. Um, But thank you so much. And (laughs) I appreciate it. No, Um, thank you. And then, yeah, same to you if you ever need anything. Even in talk, like, um, I I want you to feel free to message me at any time. Same. Thank you. And for you guys that are listening at home or wherever you may be, driving home from work, etc., thank you guys for listening. And I hope we you know, keep you around for the next one. So uh, we say bye. And until the next one. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much, Sunny. Bye.